This is episode 321 on the 3rd of February 2021 of India's only digital radio talk show. Let's start tonight's episode this morning's episode with this beautiful song koi jo mann lata tha mujhe aisa lagta tha jaise meri sari duniya mein geeton ke rut hai aur rangon ki barka hai khushboo ki aandhi hai main ki hui se ab sari fizaye hain bhai ki hui se ab sari hawaye hain khoi hui se ab sari nishaye hain badli hui se abhi sari adaye hain जागे उमंग है धड़क रहा है दिल सांसों में तूफा है होठों में दगमे है आंखों में सपने हैं सपनों में बीत हुए सारे वो लम्हे हैं जब कोई आया तो नजरों पे छाया था दिल में समाया था कैसे मैं बताऊं तुम्हें कैसे उसे पाया था प्यार से चेहरे पे बिखरी जो जुल्फे हैं ऐसा लगता था जैसे कोरे के पीछे एक ओस में धुला हुआ फूल खिला है जैसे बादल में एक चांद छुपा है और झांक रहा है जैसे रात के पर्दे में एक सवेरा है रोशन रोशन आंखों में सपनों का सागर जिसमें प्रेम सितारों के चादर जैसे झलक रहे हैं लहरों लहरों बात करे तो जैसे मोती बरसे जैसे कोई चांद के पायल गूंजे जैसे कोई शीशे के जाम गिरे और छन से टूटे जैसे कोई चिप चिप्स सितार बजाए जैसे कोई चांदी रात में गाए जैसे कोई हॉल से पास बुलाए कैसे मीठी बात थी वो कैसे मुलाकात थी मुलाकात थी वो जब मैंने जाना था नजरों पे कैसे पिघलते हैं दिल और आरजू पाती है कैसे मंजिल और कैसे उतरता है चांद जमी पर कैसे कभी लगता है स्वर स्वर्ग अगर है तो बस है ये प्यार है उसने बनाया मुझे और समझाया मुझे हम जो मिले हैं हमें हमें ऐसे ही मिलना था गुलजो खिले हम उन्हें ऐसे ही खुलना था जन्नों के बंधन जन्नों के रिश्ते हैं जब भी हम जन्मे तो हम यू ही मिलते हैं कान मेरे जैसे शहद से घुल घुलने लगते
ख्वाब दुनिया जो कहते हैं कि प्यार कभी की को थी प्यार भी नहीं थी ख्वाब जो टूटे मेरे आंख जो खुली आंख जो खुली मेरी हाश जो आए हश जो आए मुझे मैंने देखा था मैंने जाना वो जब कभी आया तो नजरों पे छाया था दिल में समाया था जहाँ भी चुका है और दिल मेरा अब है तनहा तनहा ना कोई अरमा है ना कोई तमन्ना है और ना कोई सपने हैं अब जो मेरे दिन हैं अब जो मेरे आते हैं उनमें सिर्फ आंसू हैं उनमें सिर्फ दर की रंज की बातें हैं और फरियादें मेरा अब कोई नहीं मैं हूँ और खोए हुए प्यार की याद है मेरा अब कोई नहीं मैं हूँ और अब खोए हुए प्यार की याद है कोई खोए हुए प्यार की यादें हैं Welcome back after the break. If edges return in, that is, professional semi-retired wrestler Adam Copeland's return in 2020 was all about making a comeback, which was kept a closely guarded secret. Which, in the very words of the commentators, shocked the entire WWE fans and universe. 2021 was about taking those emotions and sentiments further with Edge winning the 2021 Royal Rumble event and now he has a chance to get back the championship he never lost so he has three championships to choose from that is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship the current champion being Drew McIntyre the NXT heavyweight championship the current champion being Finn Balor and the WWE universal heavyweight champion the current one being Roman Reigns three championships which one will he choose this is what is the intrigue surrounding the winner of the Royal Rumble every year no one knows which champion will he choose which championship he wants to go for now which champion has a greater respect in the WWE universe going by the old school method it is the WWE world heavyweight champion though the universal championship of the past 6 years has gained the respect with the likes of Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens being the champions with Roman Reigns regaining his championship which he had given up when he went on a break in 2018 and now the WWE World Heavyweight Champion the current one is Drew McIntyre but 
is Drew McIntyre's magical year coming to an end? 365 days after he not only won the Royal Rumble match but went on to defeat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania to win his first ever WWE World Heavyweight Championship and having faced the most potent of opponents from Dolph Ziggler to AJ Styles, Goldberg up to some extent even Seth Rollins was once in contention. He had his own rivalry with Randy Orton and now the thing is if Edge chooses the WWE World Heavyweight Championship as the one he wants to regain, it will be a match between the current generation and the older generation. Though what defines current and old generation? For Edge, 11 years ago when he retired due to injuries, which is a part of being in this profession. For him, the likes of Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, Triple H were his idols. And now at 47 and a half years of age, he is in that Hall of Famer icon zone and he will face a wrestler who is 10 years younger to him but has been in the WWE arena for at least quite a while before he quit and then returned. So Drew McIntyre on one side, Edge on one side or what about Edge versus Roman Reigns? That will be something because Roman Reigns Apart from his Superman punch and spear, which are which were his match finishing maneuvers, he has developed this new way to make sure that his fellow opponent doesn't win. That is the guillotine. That is the lock where the fellow wrestler taps out or fades and once that happens, the referee counts to 10 and if the opponent is not able to kick out or get up from the 10 count, Roman Reigns wins. Yes, Roman Reigns has come with a different attitude but he hasn't faced too many opponents apart from Kevin Owens and his own cousin Jay Uso. So will the WWE management spring a surprise though I won't be surprised if they go for Rollins versus Reigns as far as the WWE World Universal Championship is concerned. If Edge goes on to choose Drew McIntyre as his opponent at WrestleMania. Since Roman Reigns break last year around WrestleMania when it took a four month break he hasn't faced Seth Rollins they haven't even met each other in any sort of storyline despite being in the same brand that is Smackdown Seth Rollins himself took a short break from this sport for personal reasons which shall not be discussed because they are personal 
and now with Seth Rollins returning back to WWE during the Royal Rumble event and being one of the last wrestlers along with Randy Orton when Edge eliminated both Orton and Rollins to win his second Royal Rumble match. Now that will be interesting because once upon a time Edge and Orton and Christian were a potent force. They were a faction. Though they are two separate factions in the same way Rollins and Reigns were also a potent faction as far as the definition of the modern day version of the wrestling world goes. But for quite a while Rollins and Reigns have not faced each other. Reigns has tried in every way in his new attitude tried to shed the past of the shield behind him. Rollins has also adopted a new face of being the messiah the character of the messiah but will the head of the table and the messiah face each other for a championship match or will 10 years from now when both Rollins and Reigns are in their mid 40s will the WWE fans and the universe and the commentators and everyone involved in this business have the same kind of emotions as they had for Edge and Christian or Edge and Orton will Reigns Rollins and their former friend in Dean Ambrose who is now part of a different company the all elite wrestling company will Rollins and Reigns face each other because Reigns knows that he has not faced too many opponents with Paul Heyman by his side he is applying the same logic which Brock Lesnar did as far as picking and choosing his opponents are concerned so it will be a very interesting situation if Edge goes on to choose Drew McIntyre who is, who is currently the WWE World Heavyweight Champion and if they have to choose an opponent for Reigns that is from the Smackdown brand only will they go for a gauntlet match or will they choose one from the Elimination Chamber or will there be another mini Royal Rumble often called the over-the-top battle royal. It will be a very interesting situation. Or Edge, the winner of the Royal Rumble event, could surprise everyone by choosing the NXT champion Finn Balor, who was also a former Universal Champion but was sent back to NXT to regain his composure, though I have no idea why why was he sent back to NXT for whatever logic he is a NXT champion right now so all three brands are open for Edge to choose from looking at the women's Royal Rumble winner I'm not surprised they went for a fresh face Bianca Belair though she's not exactly fresh because she was also part of the NXT brand but now when you're part of Raw and Smackdown what 
the learnings from NXT are different from the learnings from Raw and SmackDown. Having watched enough NXT episodes, it's evident that the general manager of NXT has told his wards that you will focus on the match, no interruptions, fighting in a semi-dark environment, dim lights, and when they come to Raw and SmackDown, the lights are brighter, the ring and the surrounding area is bigger, it's a different environment altogether. It's going from in cricketing analogy from Ranji Trophy to playing an international match. NXT is the development brand where they focus on the development of the athletes as far as their in-ring skills are concerned and less about the drama surrounding it. And I was not surprised when Damien Priest, a potent force in the NXT brand, made his debut in at Raw. So every two years, they do pick and choose which individual will be a part of the Raw brand. They do pick up someone from NXT. Who it will be is anybody's guess. But, but as far as Bianca Belair goes, she also has three options, Raw, SmackDown and NXT. But going by logic, she will go for the SmackDown brand that is the current SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. It all depends. There is still time. So whichever champion these two winners choose, it means the other remaining championship will be decided through the likes of Elimination Chamber and one more pay-per-view in March, Gauntlet Matches, which remember Nakamura did win, but that's a different story. But one match I would like to see again is a Reigns-Rollins match to see how Reigns and Rollins in their new attitude and in their new zone cope up with each other, who will have a more attacking mindset with Rollins having faced Paul Heyman, who was a former manager of Brock Lesnar, or as he liked to say, a former advocate, whatever the nomenclature may be. So Irvine's Rollins match would be something mouth watering will that happen i think the wwe management are still not keen on that to happen too soon but that is a possibility before we go further let's take a short break
welcome back after the break continuing on the discussion of royal rumble the india england tournament starts this friday at 10 am ist which means root and kohli face each other after 2 years since the tournament ended in 2018 and now the debate is what should be the team like as far as india goes well i can just add something to that though i will choose my team on friday but i can say that if there is one individual one player i want that will be rishabh pant over saha despite the debate about pant's keeping abilities and the whole charade about how on low bouncy wickets saha will be a better keeper i would still go for vishab pant over saha because of pant's skill as a batter as far as his keeping is concerned he is better than most keepers who have come and that include the likes of flukes like nayan mungya ajay ratra and deep das gupta who have gone on to become pseudo experts because they think they have the gift gift of the gab but one person who will be in the team will be rishab pant over vidyaman saha any time but don't be surprised if they choose saha over pant and still go with the combination of two fast bowlers and three spinners with the three spinners being sundar ashwin and kuldeep yadav which means Saha will be forced to come at number six unless they go with Hardik Pandya, which means it will be a difficult choice. That's a, they have Hardik Pandya in the team, so if they need aggression and don't want punt because of his keeping abilities, they may go with Hardik Pandya. Let's just look at the team and then decide and then discuss the team again. So who should be the 11 lucky players rohit and gill open no questions on that pujara will play kohli has to play now it's a choice between pant rohane and pandya two of them will play and saha in terms of keeping at number 7 they will go with sundar at number 8 it will be ashwin at number 9 number 9 it will be Ishaan Kuldeep Yadav 10 and 11 will be filled by Bumrah and Ishaan Sharma but the team management looking at injuries and other factors may have other ideas so as far as the openers go between the four openers Gill Rohit Mayank Agarwal and Rahul out of four two will be unlucky to miss out how will they go about it which two will play and which two will be sitting out well it's only 11 players can play and unlike football and hockey there are no substitutes there are no backups there is a concussion substitute but no other substitute is allowed you can't just substitute someone according to your whims and fancies so for me Saha may get the nod despite 
his substandard keeping abilities. Yes, the thing that Saha can keep, but he is 37 years old. He doesn't have too much time left. This whole obsession over Saha has to go. So what if Pant drops a few catches? It's irrelevant. Pant has to play. Unless he plays, where is the confidence? And let me tell you, all this discussion about training is meaningless. England just played two full-fledged matches in Sri Lanka means they are prepared. So even if they went through a six-day quarantine, I don't see the reason why is there so much debate about the practice. Why practice? You just played four matches as far as India is concerned. England played two matches. And then, of course, the debate about the two spinners, Jack Leach and Dom Bess. Pseudo-experts claim that Leach and Dom Bess are no Monty Panesar and Graham Swan. But Graham Swan and Monty Panesar were flukes. They did well 10 years ago in a tournament which happened 10 years ago. But still, I do not respect. Graham Swan doesn't even count in my list of good spinners. So I wouldn't even give him any kind of importance. Swan and Panesar were flukes with what happened nine years ago. And why is there so much obsession about a tournament right now? If you ask me, I don't know. But as far as the team goes, Rohit, Gil, Pujara, Kohli, Rahane, Pant, Sundar, Ashwin, Kuldeep, Ishant and Bumra. At best, Rahane may be given a break and they may choose Hardik Pandya with Vihari injured. This is the best 11. Yes, Pandya will miss out but Pandya will miss out because they want to go with three fast bowlers and unlike England, they don't have the luxury of all-rounders. So they have Shardul Thakur, but since they're obsessed with going with three spinners, then unlike England, they can't go with Anderson and Broad, and then the all-rounders in Sam Curran and Ben Stokes, along with the two spinners in, two spinners in, take a guess, Tom West and Jack Leach. So six bowlers, full fledged bowlers with three all-rounders in Dombes, Sam Curran and Ben Soaks. So this is the team. Of course, with Rory Burns coming back, Root will be at number four. There will be a choice in keeping between Johnny Bedstow and Josh Butler. But that's the best 22 players on the field, out of which only 13 will be active at one point in time. What happened on Friday, we shall discuss. Will there be any surprises? Will Pant not play because of the whole keeping debate charade? That will be found out at 10 a.m. on Friday. Now let's take a small break.
welcome back after the break let's end today's episode by reading from the memoirs of sherlock holmes by arthur conan doyle chapter 1 the adventures of the silver blaze good evening said he looking through the window i wanted to have a word with you the girl has sworn that as he spoke she noticed the corner of the little paper packet protruding from his closed hand what business had you here asked the lad it's business that may put something into your pocket said the other you have two horses in for the wessex cup silver blaze and bayard let me have the straight tip and you won't be a loser is it a fact that at the weights bayard could give the other a hundred yards in five furlongs and that the stable have put their money on him so you are one of those damned touts cried the lad i'll show you how we serve them in king's pyland he sprang up and rushed across the stable to unloose the dog the girl fled away to the house but as she ran she looked back and saw that the stranger was leaning through the window a minute later however when hunter rushed out with the hound he was gone and though he ran all around the buildings he failed to find any trace of him one moment i asked did the stable boy when he ran out with the dog leave the door unlocked behind him excellent watson excellent murmured my companion the importance of the point struck me so forcibly that i sent a special wire to dartmoor yesterday to clear the matter up the boy locked the door before he left it the window i may add was not large enough for a man to get through let's take a small break and then continue reading
hunter waited until his fellow grooms had returned when he sent a message to the trainer and told him what had occurred straker was excited at hearing the account although he does not seem to have quite realized its true significance it left him however vaguely uneasy and mrs straker waking at 1 in the morning found out that he was dressing in reply to her inquiries he said that he could not sleep on account of his anxiety about the horses and that he intended to walk down to the stables to see all that to see that all was well she begged him to remain at home as she could hear the rain pattering against the window but in spite of her entreaties he pulled on his large mackintosh and left the house this ends episode number 321 on the 3rd of february 2021 stay tuned for the next episode on friday february 5th 2021